Hello and welcome to Live Fit, Ignite Change, where together, as a community, we inspire each other to live a fit life, ignite the change we wish to see, and thrive in all areas of life. Wow, do we ever have an amazing episode today. I had the privilege of meeting Amanda Holmes, CEO of Chet Holmes International at a conference, and we had a truly wonderful follow-up conversation. She's helped thousands of business professionals ignite sales while keeping proper mindset. This episode includes so many valuable nuggets for those on-the-go high performers. It includes the six time management secrets of billionaires to increase productivity by 500%. What meditation really is and how just two minutes can transform state of mind to cut stress levels in half. Her secret to making it through a really challenging time when her father died and her eventually taking over the multi-million dollar empire and how she's coming out with an updated version of her father's book, The Ultimate Sales Machine, including how he created more wealth in six months than in the previous eight years combined. Plus, this is all a preview for our upcoming DLP Capital event, as Amanda will be joining us live to go into even more depth there. Changing our world does not happen at once. It does not happen alone. It takes a committed group to be the change we wish to see. So together, we rise above negative influences to lead by example, making a positive impact at home and around the world. You can learn more, join us, and get show notes at livefitignitechange.com, or for short, livefic.com. Hello! Hello, there you are, Amanda. So great to see you again. How have you been? So wonderful to see you again as well. I've been great. Yourself? Awesome. Doing great. Yeah, like I told you, I mean, it was such a joy meeting you at that conference in Orlando and glad it's leading to other things now too. Get to come to events and this is awesome. Very exciting. I'm very grateful to you. Thank you. Awesome. Well, very cool. Well, if it's good for you, I guess we will dive right in. Yeah. Ready when you are. Awesome. Because, yeah, I mean, I want to kind of start out with a thank you. Because, I mean, the first off, the book by your dad, Ultimate Sales Machine, certainly helped shape kind of all of my previous marketing sales. And um, I, I guess it was it was neat when I came to see you there in Orlando and you did that refresher. You got me back into it. But then learning about your well-being, the stress reduction side and all the other stuff, it just seemed like the perfect message to share with this whole Live Fit Ignite Change audience. So, uh, so yeah, thank you for, for being here. My pleasure. My pleasure, yep. Patrick. And uh, so I guess for a quick intro, for those, most people know who Amanda is, but for those that don't, Amanda is the CEO of Chet Holmes International, which has worked with over 250,000 businesses worldwide. At the age of 24, she inherited her father's multi-million dollar enterprise in the first two years, increased leads by over a thousand percent, and has continued that double-digit growth each year, all while supporting Divine Bliss, which is a nonprofit dedicated to natural remedies through, um, you know, overcoming remedies to disease through positive thinking, healthy eating, and abundant living. And my goodness, that is amazing. I love all of that. Do you want to provide a little bit more detail there and kind of give what you're up to these days? Yes. Um, on the nonprofit side, on the for-profit side, which, which side? Let's, let's dive into both. I mean, start with uh, Chet Holmes International, and then we'll go into a little bit of Divine Bliss. Does that work? Yeah. So uh, if you had to guess, what percentage of companies do you think make it to a million in annual sales? Oh, and there went my audio. 
<laughs> oh, am I am I quiet? Are you okay? Oh no, that that I think that was on my end. So okay. all good. Sorry. What was the question? Uh, if you had to guess, what percentage of companies do you think make it to a million in annual sales? Percentage that make to a million in sales, I would give it uh, what ten percent. It's higher. I mean, it's lower, um, but that's actually a pretty good guess. It's only 5% of companies make it to a million in annual sales. Wow. Of that, 1.5% make it to five. Of that, 0.08% make it to 10 million and 0.004% make it to 100 million and beyond. So there's actually um, another myth is you think that it's your product or service that's going to get you from 1 million to five, from five to 10, 10 to 100 million and beyond. But it's actually, well, let me give you an example. McDonald's, you think that they have a superior burger? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so it's not because they have a great burger that they are the number one burger selling company in the world. It's because they have the skills it takes to grow the business and skills can be developed. So it takes a different set of skills to get from a million to five, from five to 10, from 10 to 50, from 50 to 100 million and beyond. So that's what we teach is those skills it takes to grow your business. That is amazing. And I know I've gotten to experience some of that firsthand. And I think what we talked about in July at our event for real estate operators, would you coming in and talking about how to 9x business as well, right? Yes, we will dive into that. Yeah, it'll be a ton of fun. Uh, another thing that everyone should know when you're thinking about this, the good news is that mastery isn't about doing 4,000 different things, which, you know, we have such shiny object syndrome today with the way that our world works and the amount of information that uh, gets hit in our faces every single day. It's actually about doing 12 things 4,000 times. So if we can just hone in on some of the skill sets, like you were just saying, what are you doing with your messaging? Because you could be missing out on 90% of the marketplace just by doing this one thing wrong. Amazing. That's what I've loved so much about when you do talk about your stadium pitch and the things like how can you appeal to everybody who's going to be in the market at some point. So I, I think that was such a valuable lesson when you dove into that as well. I loved it from the book and, and all the rest you've done. So great stuff. Wonderful. Thank you. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. And I, you know, what's interesting is after this talk and I came over to your booth and saw you at Divine Bliss and all the stuff about uh, now talking about doing our uh, the next event, the Health and Wellbeing Summit in Puerto Rico. <laughs> yes. You said that all of this, now this all sounds great. You've helped all these companies, 250,000 companies. It's, it's been almost like exponential growth, but I guess things weren't always great. I think I recall you mentioning if it weren't for your guru, none of this would have happened. Can you take us back to kind of what that situation was and, and what you did to overcome it? Yeah. Um, so there was no succession plan in my company or in my father's company. And after he passed, um, it was rather startling for everyone because we just thought that he was a superhero. He was stronger than Superman himself and he would get through it. And when he didn't, um, I was put as an honorary chairman of the board, but not really anybody thinking I would do anything. And especially the last person that thought I would do anything was me. <laughs> I didn't want to have anything to do with the company because I just watched my father die at 55. And I felt that the stress that the companies created put him in an early grave. So I, um, 
I watched, I observed when I would sit in on calls, thank goodness we were virtual. I'd just be crying the whole time uh, until someone would finally say, Amanda, are you there? And I'd unmute and go, hi, <laughs> and then wow. go back on mute. So it was a rather stark difference between that. And um, so I got lucky enough to have a spiritual mentor her, her full, full title is of great honor. It's uh, Sarvalokama, Her Holiness, Shri 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 1008 Guruji Punamji, which is very long. <laughs> um, but I just refer to her as Guruji. And if you break down the word Guruji, it's actually Gu means the dispeller of darkness. Ru means the uplifter of light. And Ji is a form of respect, like you would say doctor or such. So the one that brings you from ignorance to bliss, from darkness to light. And she kept saying that it was part of my destiny and I could step in as CEO of the company, which at the time, you know, hundreds of people all double my age. I looked around and said, you've got to be kidding me. There's no way I could do something like that. And she kept encouraging me and kept encouraging me and helped me with my limiting beliefs within my mind and the ability to make decisions based on my own discernment. So you collect the information that you have outside of you, but ultimately you have to make those critical decisions, especially as a leader in an organization. And I think we miss that in today's society. We just base it on how many likes someone has or their, their views or um, followers, but Followers can be bought today, you know, just because somebody with a big following says, you know, this is what you should eat doesn't mean that you should eat it. <laughs> you have to look at your own body. You have to discern, is that the right answer for me or not? So she was crucial and critical to that whole process of me coming into confidence within myself, me realizing that there was innovation that had to be done within the organization because we mostly ran on radio ads. And this was circa 20. 13, 2014, my whole industry was going online and um, we needed to get there fast. So I made that shift and um, yeah, it was a lot, but here we are today. I've been CEO for eight years now. That's amazing that all that happened. And I think at, at 24, such a young age, being able to step in, obviously after a tragedy in your life, but it's amazing the mentors that we do have and people who can kind of bring us from the darkness to the light. I mean, I, I don't know if you realize here what we talk about on, on this podcast is really all about uh, bringing light where there's darkness. I mean, even the I in our logo in both Ignite in this podcast and I and InRive, our performance nutrition brand are basically like a candle or a flame. So there's, you know, the whole idea of the light burning inside of us, we can take that candle and go light our world. So I'd love to shed you to shed a little light on what you, was on your website is called the open the light within movement. Yeah. And kind of what how you funny. All done related to that. Would you be up for sharing that? <laughs> yeah. When you were saying that I was thinking, Oh, I should mention the open the light within movement. Right. Um, <laughs> so during the right when COVID started, um, my guru said that it, at that time, it wasn't that there were a lot of deaths happening because uh, it had just started to hit. This was like March of 2020. Um, but the fear so far surpassed what was actually happening physically that she said, we just need to shed some light and we need to find those soldiers that are willing to stand up as lighthouses. And if they can be confident within themselves and live and breathe that, then as a walking example, it will collect more people that would like to stand as a positive force for themselves first and therefore for everyone else around them. So 
we started this movement where people would um, honor to be part of this light movement. And every full moon, we would light candles and everybody would honor for their candle. And we had, I think we reached about 21 different countries in a matter of two months, three months. Um, so I, w- I was part of the lighting of the candles process. So you'd be lighting a candle and we'd put their country so that you could see one was for, we had a lot of people from China, we had a lot of people from India, a lot of people from Singapore, Australia. Um, we had, uh, Mexico, we had all throughout the United States from California to New York, to Florida, to Minnesota. I mean, it was so uniting at a time when we felt so divided and angry and people were just so vicious. There's still so much hostility in our world today. So that, that carries on. So you can actually join it. I think, um, I wonder what the URL, I think you can find it on divineblissinternational.org, but there's also, I think you could go to hellosoul.org and you can join in. So every full moon we do a celebration and we sing and we rejoice and we all come together. And um, every time that candle is lit, I feel the difference. I just feel like my energy uplifts. I feel like if I'm in a, some kind of weird energy, I kind of just elevate out of that. And I roll, I it's, I don't know, my energy is just better. And then I can't wait for the next one next month. <laughs> That is awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that because I love that in a time that we really did need unity rather than division. And and you talk about elevating energy. I think that's what so much of this is about. And especially with so much of our audience being the busy professionals at high growth entrepreneurial organizations, I'd love to hear your thoughts on kind of that elevating of energy through either your essential oils through, and I know meditation is very important to you, kind of the uh, essential practices for, for meditation and for especially those who are in kind of that fast-paced professional setting. Ooh, yeah, it's, and there's so much of it today. So I own a research firm as well. So 96, on average, people look at their phones 96 times a day. And yet every time that um, there was a study done by the Dominican University in California, and they found that every time that your attention gets deterred, It takes 23 minutes on average to get back to the brain capacity of where you were at when you were first focused on it. And it's like the equivalent of having only four hours of sleep a night uh, that night or, or having a drink of alcohol. So your brain is inhibited when it's distracted and we are perpetually distracted in our world today. So it's crucial just even getting present Uh, before my trainings, I always do um, a practice to get people present into the now so that I have their undivided attention and I give them that moment to have that. So then we can, you know, take off with the races, but I'm very cognizant of that. And I perpetually throughout my day. So something that my guru taught me before I, I took over in my father's business, I was a singer songwriter. So I just released my fourth record. I was touring. That's what I went to college for. So it's a very stark difference between that and marketing and sales. Although I not, I never went into a room where I didn't close at least 95% of the room on my CD sales. <laughs> so there's still a little sales machine in me there, but uh, not for running you know, a worldwide 
number one organization, but um, I digress. Uh, so I had sang my whole life, but then when I met my guru, she said that every disease in the body is just a disease of our minds. And if we can clear up our mind, anything is possible. And at the time I had celiac disease. So, and I had leaky gut. So any food I would start to eat, it would creep into my bloodstream. My antibodies would attack and I'd become allergic to it. And I was highly allergic to wheat. So I ended up flying to Singapore to study under her. And that's where she taught me about meditation. Um, and, and I was able to lead meditations and I have done lots of teaching of meditation over the last decade. Um, what she taught me, which I found fascinating is that the true definition of meditation is that you have an altered state of consciousness. That is what meditation is. And yet so many just go silent and they think that that's what meditation is. However, when you go silent or you just sit, you know, and everybody does their little hands, um, you, you sit, it actually, your brain only gets louder. So people come to me all the time. Oh, I wish I did meditation. But when I sit silent, you know, my head just races. Well, the monkey mind does race. You actually have to do something to alter that mind. And it's actually an advanced process to be able to know how to have that altered state of consciousness in India, they'll take a dot and they'll put it on the wall and they'll tell you to stare at that dot on the wall until you can make your mind turn it into two. When you've done that, you've truly had an experience of altering your state of consciousness. And my guru was teaching me about this, how she had this experience. And uh, it was a room full of 20 people. And they did this for six months straight, staring at this dot. And nobody could get the dot to split into two, but she did it in the first day within like 10 minutes. Wow. Yeah, it's a really difficult practice. So a way to shortcut that is we're all made out of sound. Science proves that just this physical body is really just atoms moving at a frequency. So if um, every thought you think becomes a vibration, every word you voice becomes a vibration. That's why people say where you, you know, your environment is so crucial because it becomes part of your vibration. And that's where the, it comes from of saying, you know, oh, you have such a great vibe. You have a great vibe because they're actually referring to your electromagnetic field. So when we think about an electromagnetic field, how can we clear that vibe, that vibration around us so that we can elevate our vibration. The higher our elevation goes of our vibration, the clearer our mind becomes, the more gratitude we feel. We step out of fear easily. Uh, anger doesn't bother us as much because we're just vibrating at such a high frequency. So the way that my guru taught me to do this much quicker than just sitting there for six months, staring at a red dot on the wall <laughs> is to use the sound of your own voice. And to use it in repetition. So many people have heard of this OM. OM is the primordial sound that brings us all together as one. You know, science just proved, proved that they heard OM in the rings of Saturn. And it was this, you know, mind-breaking thing. Um, but even OM is difficult to just repeat one thing over and over and over again in that one monotone. So what she taught is if you can get into a rhythm, if you can say something positive and actually have a melody your brain will go into a rhythm and it will clear out the monkey mind much faster than if you were sitting in silence. Very cool. I've certainly tried a lot of meditation. I haven't done that. I have not done the uh, one to two dots either. So this sounds like a good way to, <laughs> to speed it up, but I've definitely seen the benefits of meditation and just letting people relax, 
be more productive, reduce cortisol levels, reduce their stress. I mean, all kinds of things that go into it. So those are some great tips. I think I'm going to have to add a few more and I know that'll help yeah. folks who are trying to do it quickly. So about how long does that take? Does it for the busy professionals to be able to, to do something like that? So instead of staring at the dot on the wall, you can actually just stare at a flame and see if you can turn the flame into two. It's a wonderful practice, even before bed too, instead of looking at your phone, right? Because the blue lights really mess with our eyes. I'm sure I could find research on that of how, how debilitating that is. And it keeps your whole body clock up when it's looking at a blue screen. So instead, if you look at a flame before bed, it's, it's much more um, helpful for better sleep. Um, but then also I'll, I'll teach you a really quick thing. So normally I chant in Sanskrit because it's an onomatopoeic language and it's been proven to adjust your mental capacity at a much higher frequency, but let's just talk about English first. So one thing that I teach that you can do, um, so on a scale from one to 10, if you look at yourself right now, how stressful do I feel on a scale from one to 10, 10 being crazy stressful, one being not at all. So if everybody that's listening to this right now, think of where you're at. And then, because we want to quantify it, we want to make it real, then do your practice, which one thing that I do is I'll chant this over and over again. Uh, I'm happy. I love myself. My body's full of love and light. I'm happy. I love myself. My body's full of love and light. If you do that for two minutes, and it sounds silly, right? So I used to teach this in Los Angeles and they'd all look at me like, you've got to be kidding me. This is like, I love you Barney stuff. <laughs> and so they'd be like, I love, I love myself. Like, this is crazy. But two minutes, after two minutes of repeating that over and over again, you can't help but crack a smile because it's just too, too loving. And, and I, two minutes, right? It doesn't cost you a dime. And then measure yourself again. Okay, on a scale from one to 10, where do I feel? And so often what I would see in these groups that I would run these meditations with, they'd be at an eight and they drop down to a four. They would cut it in half in two minutes. You don't have to pop a pill. You don't have to pay for a therapist, right? It's just getting you into a rhythm, into a positive place. And it just takes everything within you to take that two minutes to do so. Wow, that is outstanding. I think everybody could come up with two minutes to get to reduce their stress in half. So that, right? that's amazing. I, I love all these tips. I think this guy got even more in depth than, than I anticipated on, on the uh, meditation side. So great stuff. And oh, I'm don't get me started. Myself. I, I go forever. on that path for our uh, listeners who are working in these high growth organizations. Now, you guys are the masters of generating more sales. The ultimate sales machine, what voted one of the top 10 sales books of all time. And there's so many great concepts we could dive into the core story, the stadium pitch. I mean, all these things. If there's somebody that was listening who may be not familiar with the book or just needed a refresher like I did and wanted to increase their sales, you have a quick version of, of where they should start, what they could do. <sighs> well, so I'll tell you a secret. Don't tell anybody though, okay? So people come to us because they love our concept, like the dream 100, which is the fastest, least expensive way to double sales or our core story methodology, which is how to be the number one, most logical choice in your marketplace. So you can dominate um, or hiring sales superstars. All of these are really brilliant concepts that teach you how to work smarter, faster and get everything done much better with ease and, and, and make it easier. Uh, but I will tell you the biggest place where people miss 
that we end up working with them first. It's not the sexy stuff. It's time management and it's running effective meetings. So I know this isn't so exciting, but I will tell you right now. So billionaires make this make billions of dollars, right? And they have the same 24 hours in a day. When I said before, there's 12 core competencies for doubling your sales. If you just stuck to how can I increase my time management and be smarter about every minute I have in a day, that alone can double your sales. And I can give six steps to improve your productivity by 500%. Would you like to know what they are? Awesome. Yeah, we often say that it's not a time management problem. It's a priority management problem where you need to get your priorities in order to do exactly what you said, working smarter and faster. Yeah. Okay. Let me give you our six really quick. It's really good. So number one is touch it once. So how many times do you look at an email and then put it away and then look at it again and look at it again? It's actually the equivalent of a week's worth of vacation just by rereading information. So as soon as you read it, make sure you take action on it, whether it's forwarding it, whether it's replying to an email saying, I can't talk about this now. Let's talk about this at this date or organizing it into a folder where you'll look at it later. Step number one, touch it once. Step number two, list your top six priorities for the day. So this is at the beginning of the day or the night before. Uh, What are the top six things that you have to get done? Because we want to prioritize, like you're saying. Then how many of you create to-do lists, but then you don't actually put them into your calendar or they keep staying on your to-do list and you never get them done? So step number three, which is crucial, is identifying how much time you're going to spend on each task. And then step number four is actually putting it into your calendar. So from 8 to 8.30, I'm going to not reply to emails or open up my email because everything will be deterred and they'll throw me into whatever everyone else wants me to do. But I know my priorities are something else. So from 8 to 8.30, I'm going to get the most important thing I need to get done, which is sending out that contract or having a call with one of my staff, right? 8.30 to 9. What am I doing then? Okay, I have these three things that I need to work on. I'll actually spend an hour on those three things. Okay, great. And then you want to allot the time where you have where you spend got a minute meetings. So instead of people perpetually jumping in and saying, hey, got a minute? It takes up all of our time. And today, got a minute meeting can be a text message, a Slack message, a um, notification from the millions of apps that you have on your phone. So we allot, put in at least an hour a day, if not two, sometimes I have two, from 11.30 to 12.30, I have got a minute meetings, reactive time. So I'm answering emails, anything that pops up, they know that that's when I'm going to have that meeting with them. Maybe social media, if social media is important to you in your business, you're going in and you're looking and replying to you know prospects in there for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, however much time it takes. So that allotment of that reactive time is crucial so that the rest of the time you're being proactive. And then the last step is to touch it once. Oh, sorry. I said that. There was number one, throw it away. Um, Will it hurt me to throw this away? Because 86% of information that we store never gets referred to again. So will it hurt me to throw this away? So that's all the steps. Wow. Awesome. So to recap, the six time management secrets of billionaires to increase productivity by 500% by Amanda Holmes. One, touch it once. Two, make to-do list with the top six priorities for the day. Three, add to the calendar, planning how much time you will spend on each task. And four, when you are going to do each task. Five, 
prioritize your task, allotting time for the reactive task as well, and six, throw away what you don't need. And there are your productivity hacks. Increase well your productivity by 500%. It's something that's so quick, so simple. It only takes you know, maybe eight minutes at the beginning of your day, well, but it will make that day the most productive day you've had in months, if not years. It really tunes you up. So I highly recommend that as a great way to increase your productivity and sales. Because if you're productive and if you know where your priorities lie and if you're actually allocating the time to get them done, then you'll see the sales come in. Awesome. Yeah, it's taking the time to prepare to win. We often say people have the will to win, but very few have the few the, the will to prepare to win. So just taking that time to prioritize and, and get all the stuff. So these are these are gold. So I love it. And as we kind of move on to near near wrapping up here, I, I know you are coming out with a new version of the book that seems to flip some things around. Want to talk about uh, what you're going to be coming out with in the, in the new book? Yes, I have spent the last four years working on the new edition of my father's ultimate sales machine. Um, it's been a lot of work. But so if I look back, one of the hardest parts of the book was chapter seven, which is the seven musts of marketing. And um, 15 years ago, the average company, best, or I'm sorry, best in class companies used at least seven different marketing mediums to get out to the public. Uh, today, the average is more around. 13 different marketing mediums with five social media channels and three paid advertising um, platforms. So we're looking at much more marketing that has to be done. We're doing about double the amount of work and yet for a fraction of the results, because with all of those mediums, you need to have content today. You need to be putting out information and yet 40% of content online is actually deterring your prospect from the sale. It's t- because it's not leading up to you as the logical conclusion. So in the book, you'll find frameworks for how to lead someone through an education using the system we've used for the last 30 years to help more companies become number one than anybody else in every industry you could imagine all around the world. So how to create that information on your marketing and sales side to bring them to you as the logical conclusion. Because there's so much information out there, we've also put in checklisting systems to help you just get clear. It's about focus. It's about clarity. It's about discernment. Where are you at right now? So we have a whole checklisting system to understand where you're losing money, where are those potholes. And then there's a piece that also is a bit of my heart. So I, right before I was giving the manuscript to the publisher, it was four in the morning. And because I didn't have my father to teach me um, about the business, I used to just go through his emails and I would read them to better understand what he thought on things. And I found this email where he had shared that he had generated more wealth in the past six months than he had in the last eight years combined. And it all was because of this. And he put it in this letter. And so that is the final chapter, which is the encore he never got to give. So that's chapter 13. Um, yeah, there's more, but I know we're out of time. So yeah, my goodness. What a, what a lesson though. I, I can't wait to read, read that one myself when it comes out. So thank you for sharing truly some golden here. So then I guess as we move to wrap up, you know, we always do, whenever we have folks on here, we do the five to thrive. They're kind of five rapid fire questions. Oh, so okay. just throw those out. And if you're good, we'll do yeah. uh, rapid fire answers. So All right. Go. Yeah. Number one, what is your morning routine? Oh, um, 
lots of essential oils from Divine Bliss International <laughs> that goes with my chanting. <laughs> Love it. So, and, and yes, for me, when I tried that, it was immediate. I got a, got a reaction from it to be, be filled with more energy. So that's great. Awesome. Number two, uh, of course, we believe in continuous learning inspiration. So what is one book, podcast, or movie that you would recommend most? Um, autobiography of a Yogi. It's a book that uh, Steve Jobs gave to everyone at his funeral and said, that this is the only book you'll ever need to know. It's the only book on his iPhone. Uh, not a lot of people know about it, but it's magnificent, or at least not in the Western world. In the Eastern world, it's very well known, but Autobiography of a Yogi by Paramansa Yogananda. Awesome. Very good. I might know the answer to this one, but if you feel stuck down or just need to ignite change, what do you do to make it happen? Garden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like to get into you surprised the me there. That's a good answer. I like, <laughs> I like to get into the dirt. I like to just step into gratitude and get myself grounded because a lot of the time, I get up in the air and I get such big ideas that I have to get myself into center. I knew what you wanted me to say. So then I gave you a different one. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Sounds good. So number four, let's go back in time. Your 18 year old self just received funding to create a project that would serve the war, the whole world. It could be anything as long as it served others. What advice do you give your 20 year old self on coming up with that project and making it happen? Well, I'm very clear what it would be if I was 24, but at 20 and 18, so at 24 is when I met my guru, and we have a very big mission around creating a university of self-realization and helping people connect to themselves and get more confident and expand their intelligence. Um, but that was before I met my guru. Uh, be on the lookout for a guru. She's going to tell you what to do, <laughs> or she's going to guide you to your best uh, potential. I, I guess that would be it. I love it. Yeah. Be ready for, for advice coming to you. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. Number five to wrap up. Now we're going to the future. You have one piece of advice for the world that you're going to be remembered for above all else. What's that one piece of advice? Mm, this is an interesting question. And I feel like I want to counter it with the concept that I care less about what others think of me. What I care most is at the end of the day, how I care about myself. And if I feel down about myself or um, that I haven't accomplished what I want to accomplish, or then I, it's more about how I feel about me and it's not doing it for everyone else. It's doing it for knowing that I've become the best version of myself. So I guess it's not answering your question, but at the same time, I guess it is answering the question. <laughs> It, is, it works. So any, any answer is a good answer. So I love it. I mean, so, so many outstanding things here, so many takeaways. And like I mentioned, we'll, we'll link all this in the show notes at livefit, ignitechange.com slash Amanda. And just to wrap up, where could people learn more or, or anything else that I should have asked that you'd like to leave the listeners with? Yeah. Um, well, we give a really great quiz on uh, what's holding you back from doubling your sales in the next 12 months. It's a quick five question quiz. And then we give training after that for free. That's on um, ultimatesalesmachine.com. You can check that out there. Uh, otherwise I'm most, I'm on all social media channels, but more often, uh, Instagram and you can find me there by my salsa name, which is Amandita 
Holmes because Amanda Holmes was taken. <laughs> so Amandita Holmes on Instagram. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Amanda or Amandita, whichever you prefer. <laughs> I just want to acknowledge you too. I mean, truly appreciate your spirit, both on the live fit and the ignite change side. I mean, you had such an incredible energy there at the event when I first met you and being able to, to just share that with others. It, it kind of remind me of the Martin Luther King quote where um, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And so again, I just, I just want to thank you for being a light for so many and doing what you do. And I can't wait to see you at our upcoming events and uh, be able to help even more people in the future. So thank you so much. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it, Patrick. Wow. That was pretty incredible, right? You are now armed with some amazing tips to put into practice. And I'm sure you are inspired to be that light that Amanda talked about at a time in our world when it still needs it so much. Plus, as you heard, you can get all the show notes at livefitignitechange.com slash Amanda, where we'll also link to all the details for our upcoming DLP Capital event, where Amanda will be joining us live. If you resonated with this and would like to live fit and ignite change in your life, you can get started for free at livefitignitechange.com slash start where you can join our community of high performers and get access to our kickstart resources for free. You can choose if you'd like to start on the path to getting in the best shape of your life and or ignite the change you'd wish to see by casting a vision and taking the steps to get there. You can get plugged in at livefitignitechange.com start or for short, livefic.com start. Also, my family and I, we're igniting the change that we wish to see in the world by helping others live fit. We were sick of all the processed, sugar-loaded foods and drinks marketed to us, especially to our youth. So we're developing a line of truly delicious, grain-free, sugar-free products that children and adults love as part of our InRive Performance Nutrition brand. Learn more and join the InRive Insiders for free to be the first to hear about samples, launch parties, and specials at inrive.com. That's I-N-R-I-V-E.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. And please be sure to like, share, rate, and review the show. This is what's needed to help reach more and serve more. So together, we truly can ignite the change that we wish to see. Thank you so much for your help in making it happen. And I hope you make it an outstanding day and go forth to light, love, and serve the world and live the life you've always imagined.